Tommy. What is up, man? How are you, man? I am back in Long Island. Yeah, dude. I can see a little, uh, what's that? If you want to peek up real quick and let me see that 34. I, aren't they representing like third in the division still? Uh, we are second in the division and oh, we are in the wild card lead. Oh, okay. But I mean, yeah. the division's pretty much wrapped up. I mean, knock on wood, but. We'll see. There's plenty enough time to go on a losing streak. That's for sure. Oh, yeah. Detroit's going to hand it to us six times <laughs> over the next week. They might. You never know. No, no. Are you ready to start off another episode? I am, man. Sorry, my dog's going crazy. That's all right. He's part of the crew. He has things to say, too, I'm sure. Here, buddy. Yeah, bring him on before we get started. Come up here. Come on. Look at this guy. There's Moose. Oh, look at We have a guest appearance tonight. Guest appearance for Moose. <laughs> Moose. He's a good boy. Alrighty, let's go. Dillity from the champion. from the champion. Oh, 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 oh James Six. That could be it. Delivers this deep six. Good evening. This is episode 72. We are back. I am back home from Chicago. I'm back home in New York. What a week it was. Tommy, how are you doing tonight? Man, I had the day off, so I am doing great. Let me tell you, it's been a nice, relaxing day. There's football on. I mean, I got the game on in the background. This is uh, it's a good little Thursday. The weekend's going to be good. Uh, yeah, man, I'm excited to be here. Episode 72, dude. That's crazy. 72. Three more until we get to 75, and we'll, we'll see what uh, we have as far as guests come on. If not, we'll do a nice little special episode. Yeah, might have to bring back the uh, the watch-along if we ever can find the time to do it. Oh, speaking of time, the, the trip in Chicago for All Out Weekend was just absolutely non-stopped. And it did not really hit me hard until the day of coming back home. Traveling yeah, yeah. was so wiped, being up early in the morning, uh, taking that 10 a.m. train, uh, 10 a.m. plane uh, back from Chicago to Baltimore, then a two-hour layover, and then back to Long Island. I had to drop my buddy off. When we got to the airport, we had to wait for a taxi to get us one mile to the um to the railroad station where my car is parked, picked up, dropped off my buddy, and uh, it's just a long day. And then I had to work the next day, which was yesterday. I was tired. No, no time to really recoup. But today was my recoup. Today I feel pretty good. Tomorrow uh, I'm basically um, ready to go back at it for the next two days of work. So uh, that was that great trip in Chicago. Uh, otherwise, let me tell you, we we were not bored. No, we were not bored one bit. Dynamite Wednesday, we came to see you on Thursday. Rampage on Friday. Cubs game on Saturday. Our pre-show, which we we had internet issues that uh, a, with that. Man, that was a tough one. That was that a, was a tough. I I was, one to I was do. starting to be like, not that I was against hosting it by myself but 
after I, I think you came back and we had about five matches to talk through and you came back like 10 minutes later and I was ready to wrap up the show. <laughs> we were, I was done, man. That wow. Was wow. And, and, and thankfully we learned from that. And the next day we went mobile. I, I found a nice 5g area to hop yeah. on my iPad and phone just to get the, get the show in man all out. Very important weekend. Before we get to that, though, there's some news surfacing uh, lately. Uh, a bunch of uh, reliable news sources, such as uh, Fightful, Sean Rossap, John Alba confirming uh, that uh, Kevin Owens' contract is apparently up in January, uh, which I found pretty interesting. He even posted on Twitter the coordinates of Mount Rushmore Mount the other Rushmore, day. The old, <laughs> oh, dude, the old faction. I, see, maybe it's just me, and I, I've always thought this, but AEW is definitely the show for and not not WWE is fine. It's it's whatever. But AEW seems like the show for people who are so invested in wrestling. You know, not nerd sounds like the wrong word, but you know the people who like you know in comic book movies when they put in like little small characters that only the people the diehard fans would know like AEW seems like that like the wrestlers talking about you know like being the elite or or mount rushmore you know being an old tag team or or sting and taz you know kind of going at it to just it's just the little things that they do that i i really appreciate for the hardcore wrestling fan that i am yeah, um, and, and, and you know what? I, I suspect you, you never know. I mean, he could be on the next wave of names to be released. They just he may just get a release a little bit early, then maybe not. They may, with everything going on, with Brian jumping, Cole jumping, Punk jump. Uh, well, not Punk didn't jump. Uh, no, took him seven. Took yeah. seven years for that. Yeah, but, <laughs> but WWE been trying to get him for seven years. So. With oh Malachi Black, Andrade, Ruby, uh, Ruby Soho, so, all these names that are, that are going over there. I mean, it's not not big names in these two, but or these three: Paul White, Mark Henry, and and Ric Flair. It seems like Ric Flair's going to make an appearance. Ric Flair's hanging around in the background because show up in, in New York. Uh, yeah, and so and not to mention Christian. Did Chris? I. I Matt like, Hardy. We, I don't want to get on this because I know we got stuff to yeah. talk about. But yeah. I, I don't understand the whole WWE or AEW is just WWE 2.0. Like, they obviously, the people want to be there. They're enjoying, you know, getting the chance to, to feel like a wrestler again, have creative freedom, you know, not be scripted in, in every sense. And it, it just seems like the kind of place that I, I don't remember who said it. But it was Foley, and I know we'll talk about Foley, but AEW is the more attractable option for most wrestlers now. Like, if, oh, if you want to get paid, you get paid, and you make a good, you can be a star in WWE, but... If you want a quality career? If you want to be a wrestler and enjoy what you do, if you're setting your life across for that, like, it, it's crazy to think how young this company is and is, is already atop that. And that, again, that's one person's opinion, that's mine, but... No, absolutely. Yeah, um, you know, Mick Foley went on and saying that, uh, you know, if you want to be a wrestler, um, you know, AEW is seemingly the viable option right now. Uh, but I, I would let to I'm led to believe that with all these jumps that are going on, 
Um, I don't think WWE lets Kevin Owens out of his contract before January. I think no, that no, they're going to – Kevin Owens is fulfilling that contract. I think WWE will see to that. They're going to kind of stop the bleeding a little bit uh, with some I of their guys yeah, going I, over there. One of the things I'd really like to see is I think they did it when because we haven't really seen Shane in a in a fat minute when Shane and and Kevin had that ladder match on the first episode of SmackDown from on Fox. Yeah, I, I not I've heard everything about good from Adam Cole. I've heard everything good from from Daniel Bryan. You know, it's just creative differences or something like that. But I would love to see because of how good. And Brian got it too. Brian got the WrestleMania match. Um, Adam Cole obviously has been a, a big fixture in NXT for the last few years. Kevin Owens deserves a, a big go away match, whether that's, you know, a ladder match with say, honestly, give me him and Sami Zayn one more time because it might end up being the last time, or Sami Zayn could go to AEW, uh, which would be great. But. I, I just feel like he's deserving of a last, like a final match, of a good match, because of the work that he's done with WWE. He's been an integral part of the last seven years. Since yeah. Joined, joined NXT, I want to say. Right around 2015, I think it was, with NXT. Yeah. Yeah. And then I think he um, came on Ross around 2017, because I think we were up to KO5 or KO4, KO Mania 4. So that would be, yeah. yeah KO Mania 3 was. Uh, I think it would have been last year. 33. I think his first WrestleMania was 31. No, his first WrestleMania was. Mm. He was in that Darn it, Tommy. Now you're making me think. This is the ladder match at, at Mania 32. So yes. Yes. He was at 32. I don't know if, if that was KO Mania 2 or. That was KO. That, was the fir- that may have been the first KO Mania. Let's look. I'll, I'll pull it up. Yeah. Back, we'll move on. Anyway. Um, yeah, so, you know, it, it's the next couple months are going to be pretty interesting to see what happens. And then um, somebody uh, ran it by me uh, today that uh, Bray Wyatt could be showing up very soon. Um, we're assuming full gear. Which could we could make sense because we're seeing dissension in the dark order. So let that storyline play out a little bit, and then uh, ha- have a leader arise, so to speak, to unite the faction. Uh, a leader in uh, Bray Wyatt. I know you don't like it, but no, okay. it, it's glad, it's I'm a nod. It's a nod to Brody Lee, though, yes. and and I think his uh, character I, fits it. I think if there was one person that Brody Lee would want to do it to be the leader. It, it I mean, unless you want Braun Strowman. No, I yes, but I I, no. just feel like, I just feel like Bray Bray is. If there was one person, Bray's the guy. Out of respect, but again, it, it this has to be done out of respect. Like I need you to talk to Amanda Huber. I need you to talk to Negative One. Like if you're going to have a main guy or a leader for the Dark Order. I, out of respect, I feel like it needs to go through the Huber family first. And I, I hope, and I, I really do think that they will make that, you know, conscious decision. Um, but yeah, man, I, I would be, I, I'm not shocked. I, I don't know where else he would fit. Bray Wyatt would fit. I, 
I think him and, and Malachi would have a good program, but I feel like Malachi's kind of being set apart, uh, you know, with having maybe he'll face a bunch of the elite guys like he is with Cody. But, yeah, man, Bray Wyatt coming into AEW would be really, really nice. It it, it just worries me a little bit. The, the roster's great. It's enjoyable to watch. They, they keep adding all these new pieces, but – you, you can't do what WWE did. Yes, WWE's letting their guys go, but WWE signed a bunch of people in 2015, 2016, you know, AJ Styles, you know, all these independent guys, and, and that's where we're seeing a lot of these releases is, is just, they just don't have the money. Not that they don't have the money. those They just can't pay them those long-term contracts or, or those big money contracts. So you can't keep signing all the guys that get released, you know, the minute they, they, they leave WWE or impact or anything, but Bray Wyatt's a big enough name to, for me to suffice with that. So keeping our eye on that possibly full year, um, triple H news came out yesterday about triple H, um, experiencing a quote unquote, a cardiac event. From a week oh, ago, apparently this was kept on a hush hush, uh, which is which is good and fine. Um, I mean, I guess you could say he probably had a heart attack, um, but they did not want to go into detail with that. Um, but uh, who knows? It's not for us to say. They didn't really go into any uh, specific details um, as to why uh, this may have happened. But yeah, Triple H had a cardiac event. And uh, he's doing fine, which is good. Good, very good. But um, I think that kind of just leads me to believe that we will probably not see Triple H in the ring anymore. Yeah, sadly. Not anytime soon. I feel like he'll still have a retirement match at some point in the next few years, but not not this year. Not not by not at WrestleMania. I say that, but I have seen him come back from some crazy ass injuries. And if they needed a storyline, I'm sure he could find a way to get it, get back in there. I'm sure Triple H has had a lot on his plate these most past recent months. So you, you don't know like what could have led to all this. That came out of surprise. It's pretty big news yesterday. Yeah. Um, but glad to hear he's doing well though, for sure. Yeah. Uh, and talk a little bit about uh, All Out and uh, the debuts that we had really quick. Uh, so let me tell you, um, for those of you guys uh, that saw our episode already on Sunday, bear with us. We're just kind of rehashing for the podcast. But uh, all, all Out, uh, awesome event. Uh, let me tell you, it's probably one of the best events I've, I've been to in a very, very long time. Um, there were some great notable events I've been to. WrestleMania 30, SummerSlam 2002, Brock versus Rock, um, and that Survivor Series that year was awesome as well. Uh, actually, 2002 was generally overall a good year for wrestling. Um, but uh, yeah, some good WrestleMania 24 had had its moments uh, with Shawn Flair, Undertaker, Edge, um, some good stuff there. Yeah, yeah. Um, WrestleMania 26, uh, but uh, you had uh, Shawn Michaels Undertaker retirement match with Shawn Michaels. Uh, a lot of different moments I've seen. Uh, but this one is like right there at the top. Uh, All Out was hot from the get go. Um, 
from the very beginning, open up with that 10-man tag and a buy-in. And uh, then the opening match with uh, Miro uh, defending uh, his uh, TV title. Oh, gosh, who did he defend it against? I'm drawing a brain fart here. Yeah, Eddie Kingston. So the crowd was so hot for Eddie Kingston. Let me tell you, uh, I have a feeling that there's going to be a return match there of some sorts uh, in two weeks, which uh, Dynamite will be in Arthur Ashe. Uh, Next week is going to be in Newark, New Jersey. So they're going to be kind of like in my area, so to speak, um, the next two weeks. Um, But, um, yeah, David Smith says that Hangman should be the – um, leader of the Dark Order. Mm, I don't know, Dave. They had that. They oh, had. They had. Play? They dragged that out too long. They dragged yeah. it out too long. Yeah. So he's he's a yeah. So uh, I think they're kind of staring away from that for now. Um, but uh, now, as a result, there's dissension there. But anyway, uh, all all out was hot. The great tag team match in the cage, nonstop. I, and I told you on the show if there was only if there was one title that was going to change, I would have to choose the tag titles. I said that, and uh, sure enough, it happened. I didn't see the women's title change in great match with Britt Baker uh, defended against Chris Statlander. They both worked very hard. The women's battle royal was awesome. Um, I did not see. Uh, I did again. I did not see the TV title. Uh, I was expecting um, Miro's wife to show up. Make an appearance there, yeah. so that um, so I you know maybe another time. Um, we saw the debut Ruby Soho, which was awesome. Um, you know she came in hot. Uh, that was a prediction I called correct. Um, and um, what else uh, do we have going on? We had, and of course we had uh, Kenny Omega, uh, Christian, and uh, CM Punk and uh, Darby Allen. CM Punk in the ring for the first time in seven years. Great. Like, I could not even tell uh, for any ring rust. There was a little bit of a slow pace in the beginning, probably just to kind of, you know, yeah, so to speak, kind of, you know, get, get, you know, get it going, you know, Um, and to kind of pace themselves. So they're pacing themselves a little slow in the beginning. Darby Allen did a lot of work, uh, but uh, CM Punk sold very well for Darby. Uh, Great match. CM Punk getting the win there. Um, and then uh, the main event, Kenny Omega uh, defending his title against Christian. And again, in another match that we uh, knew that the title wasn't changing. Christian already had it, gotten his one up on uh, Kenny Omega by taking the impact title. Did not see the AEW title changing here. Uh, I can possibly see it changing in November, which we'll get to. Um but again, it all depends on who they have plans for. But Kenny Omega's had this title for at least eight months now. Is that yeah. right around there? So, you know, his, his title reign is kind of lengthy. Kenny Omega, by the way, voted as number one on uh, PW, uh, uh, PWI Top 500. Do you agree yeah, with that? Over, over Roman. Over Roman? Surprising. Very surprising, and I, I'm sure that there was an outcry. I read a little bit of it. Uh, yeah, I mean, Omega deserves it. Obviously, he's been such a good champion. It, it, but I do think it is time to to pull the trigger on somebody else. Whether that's you know, obviously we saw the feud with Brian Danielson. Uh, whether that's Hangman, which I still think it should be. Uh, 
maybe it's somebody different. You know, maybe maybe Full Gear is just going to be a complete random pay per view. Who knows? But it's uh, still it still could be Hangman. I mean, but I'm just not too sure. It's been pretty quiet lately. Yeah. He'll, and and he'll uh, Hangman's out on maternity leave too. Yeah, they'll have to make a move for it at some point. But I. That's just so tough. Like, if it isn't Hangman, who's he gonna face? And are they? And, and it'll probably be Brian. And is Brian gonna win the title in his first match? It could. It absolutely could happen. Um. So, let me tell you something. The arena popped so loud for Brian as Friday and Saturday started coming along. Uh, the rumors were getting hot, and then it was confirmed um, through somebody that Daniel Bryan was definitely showing up the next day. So that we knew. We expected it. I was just kind of like waiting for the villains to show up first during the main event. Yeah. And then when I saw the villains coming out, which happened to be the Good Brothers, I'm like, okay. Um, all right, now I see something unfolding here. Uh, you know, like Daniel Bryan potentially coming to the save. What have you, which he did later on, and the crowd popped loud for it, even though they expected it. They popped so freaking loud. Yeah, Chicago is such a great crowd. Let me tell you, it's a great wrestling town, great wrestling town for sure. I'm in city. I still really want to visit the old state arena. I hope uh, AEW does a, a show there. Yeah, for sure. I, I want to go there. It's an old time classic building with uh, a, WWE going there, WrestleMania 2, WrestleMania 13, and 22. Um, so, and that, and that building is not that big. I thought 13 was the Rosemont Horizon. Unless if that's what the Allstate Arena is now. I think it's what the Allstate Arena is now. Okay, let me look. Yeah, I think, yeah, because, like, it is when you're looking at the building... It is the Allstate Arena. It was okay because when you look at the building, you look to the left. There's like this small, like little, like water tower kind of thing. Yeah, I don't yeah. know what it is, and it says Rosemont on it. So I'm like, okay, this has to have been the original. Yeah, it's, it's in. Uh, it's on like Rosemont. <laughs> sure. Yeah, right over on Route 90 or Route 94, or something like yeah, that. Yeah. Very easy to get to. It changed but... from the roads. It changed in 1999. Okay. Um, so Daniel Bryan had a huge monstrous pop yeah. and but everything went as I thought it was gonna go, as I had talked about, except I wasn't expecting two big debuts. No, I don't think anybody was I wasn't expecting two. We knew Adam we had an idea that Adam Cole was probably coming. But I and it would be one of the and some people, some of the fans are saying, "Oh, Adam Cole show up tonight." I'm like, I don't know. I know, like in my mind, I'm like, I know we're definitely seeing Daniel Bryan. I did not know what to get to. You know, WWE would never do two big debuts like we oh, saw. Yeah, it, it's been done though. It's been done back in 2000, I want to say, or 99 when the Radicals, um, Perry oh, Saturn. Dean Malenko, Eddie Guerrero, Chris Benoit, they all showed up together, which was, was crazy. Was night, after, night after Mania. Mania 2000. Uh, I don't know if it was after Mania, but that was a really, really crazy night. That had the wrestling wall buzz, and that was like, that could have been like the last 
um, straw to break WCW's back there. Oh yeah, because uh, WCW was a sick of shit there, and they lost four major names there. Oh, uh, that that was a crazy Rumble. time. After the Rumble, it was. I felt like it was yeah, earlier. It was in Houston, Texas, knew, if I'm not I mistaken. Was, I knew it was after a big show. Yeah, and then right away, right away they had Radicals versus Degeneration X, uh, yeah. which I thought was freaking awesome. Like, man, that was an awesome time of wrestling. Yeah, but um, so this is probably the biggest I've seen since then. Um, and again, otherwise WWE never debuts multiple names at yeah. one shot, big names yeah. like that. Um, but AEW, they did it. They, they pulled it off, and like it just kind of like happened so quickly. Both, yeah, every, everybody, not both, everybody. Ruby, Adam, yeah, you know, got his. When that crowd popped when Adam Cole came out, and then joining oh, yeah. the elite, and here I am thinking that this is gonna. I'm like, oh man, I guess Brian's not coming after all. And then all of a sudden, his music hits, and the crowd just went nuts. Yeah. So I want to ask you something here. Um, because I feel that there's the possibility we haven't seen Adam Cole in this role. At least I haven't. I, I've seen very, very little of his New Japan and Ring of Honor stuff. Um, I've not seen uh, Adam Cole really uh, with uh, the Elite from back in the day. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm always following the major stuff, the WWE, yeah, and, and now we're following WWE and AEW, so I, I honestly just haven't had a whole lot of time to really follow the indies, the New Japan occasionally when G1 comes around. Um, but do you think that Adam Cole could get lost in the shuffle by being part of the elite? Do you think there's a little bit of an overshadowing there? I don't. I, I think one, and again, I'll make a reference to fancy football just because it's you know football's on right now i always take somebody who's got the talent you know and and just think that the talent's gonna outweigh the product you know the talent's gonna make the production you're gonna find them on the field if they're just that good and i think with adam cole he's just that damn good i think he's arguably the best pro wrestler that i've seen in a very long time uh i just i just don't see him getting lost in the shuffle Especially with guys that he's extremely close friends with, I just, I figure, I feel like they'll they'll find a way to work it out. So how do you, how does the AEW Championship manage to find its way to Adam Cole eventually? Oh well, they turn on each other. We could if, do that if if Omega gets the title back, they're turning on him. Somebody's turning Adam Cole's turning on him, or Adam, Cole, you know, maybe he sides with Hangman. To get a match, or I don't know, something like that. Like or maybe the title goes to say Hangman or Daniel Bryan, and then that yeah. opens up the opportunity for maybe Adam Cole to challenge for it without having to turn Omega necessarily and have Omega distracted by another feud. Um, you could do something like that. I know Omega's been wrestling hurt for quite a while now, like just wrestling through injuries, and he, uh, you know, I mean, he wrestles what like once a month, twice a month, but yeah. Regardless, he's been defending his belt through injuries and having stellar matches, too. But, uh, yeah, that's my only concern about, like, I just hope that this doesn't turn into, and I don't think it will, but if you've seen footage of Bret Hart leaving WWE, WWE's number one guy, and then going to WCW in a massive roster with 
big names already, big egos, and Bret Hart kind of just getting lost in the shuffle and kind of put on a back burner because people like Hall, Nash, Sting, man, maybe not as much Sting, but Luger, um, you know, Flair, they all had to be the center of attention. There was no um, passing of the torch, so to speak. Yeah. You know, Bret Hart was still in his prime. If he didn't get kicked in the head by Goldberg, Bret Hart would have been wrestling through 2004, 2005. But my point being is that um, Bret Hart kind of just got lost in the shuffle. Oh, um, yeah. So, but uh, anyhow, um, so that's my concern for Adam Cole. Um, I understand that. It, it looks like Daniel Bryan's going to get the title shot. Um, he could, could very, I, to me, he seems like going to be the front runner to get a title shot uh, unless Hangman uh, comes back. I mean, yeah. uh, again, there was a plan for that, and I just they kind of just stared away from that. Um, yeah, um, I don't know why. It seems like the fans were kind of clamming for it. But, hey, maybe, you know, maybe they obviously don't know more than we do. Yeah. Um, Adam Cole debuts next week, by the way. I wonder whose opponent's yeah. going to be. They haven't made – they haven't made any um, announcement as to his opponent is. It's going to be it. But imagine we get Daniel Bryan versus Adam Cole. That would be pretty freaking sick. I don't know oh, if they give us that match too no, soon, they though. They can't give that way that, way that match. So uh, one last question before we go off the air. We don't have a long show, show tonight. Uh, where do we go from here? If you're AEW and you're the one uh, booking uh, this show, uh, and the storyline. Where do we go from here with Daniel Bryan, Cole, and Punk? Where do we where do we go with Punk? And oh, one more thing we forgot to mention: MJF's promo last night. Promo last night. Oh my god! Talk about pushing the envelope. Oh my god, he is terrible. I mean, terrible in like uh, what he was saying was just so crazy. He is. <laughs> Let me tell you, some people don't. He like is him. giving Long Islanders a bad reputation, by the way. Yeah. He is the epitome of a fantastic heel. He is so damn good. It's it's incredible how gas bastardly and dastardly. I love the rhyme there that he can be, but man, he's he's the stuff he was saying last night was just like oh, like your your mom's your you know we won't repeat it, but you know schoolyard chatter as they like to, the kids like to call it. He they were getting pretty deep with it. I'm I was pretty surprised. Unbelievable! If we're we're not going to even discuss it, but it, you guys that are watching, listening, you need to go hey, through go. MJF's yeah. promo from last it's on, night. It's on AEW's YouTube page, but I will take a a uh, Brian Pillman Jr. title or push any day of the week. I'm For sure. Fan. I mean, even if you don't give him the win here, this is a nice little rub. Yeah, I'm a I'm a huge fan of his. So yeah, he seems like a generally a good dude. Exactly. Um, you know, and, and, but in real life, though, he's had a, a tough, I'm sure he's had a, he had a tough, yeah, he's tough, a tough couple tough. years, especially because he, he was about, um, oh man, he, he had to been like maybe around four or five years old at most when everything happened with his dad and his mom, and they were running crazy gimmicks out of that house with Stone Cold Steve Austin. Brian Pillman was nuts. We knew that, but, um, yeah, um, it's, Unbelievable, but it's it's he's come a long way. Uh, he's one one guy I'd definitely like to meet eventually, uh, for sure, just to pick his brain, maybe even get him on the show a couple of years from now. Who knows? But anyhow, uh, 
Um, so tell me one last question. Where do we go from here? Uh, how, how do we how do we book these? Yeah, how, how do we booking in the next couple months? How, how, yeah, I mean it could be up to full year or over the next couple months. So where do we go with uh, Cole and Brian and CM Punk? Uh, Punk, let's let's get him out of the way because he's my favorite, and I don't want it to sound too much biased. Oh man, if I could see Punk versus Moxley next month at Full Gear or in November, like talk about a match. I mean, oh yes. <laughs> so that's what I'm gonna go with. I think it it fits. I think Moxley is just a good. That's the kind of guy he doesn't need to defend his. IWGP title at the pay-per-view. He can just have a big-name match, and Punk's the guy to do it. Um, Cole, I could see in a Well, with Punk, you got to believe he's probably going to, in, in between, at least between now and November, he's probably going to go through, um, you know, a Ricky Starks, a Hobbs. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know? I'm going to go with... Um, I'll do, I'll do a, a six-man... You know, with the elite and Adam Cole, Young Bucks and Adam Cole versus Jurassic Express or something like that. I don't know. I don't think I could see that. Yeah. I don't know if they get their title shot in two months. I think that we see a new challenger at full gear. I think we see that title shot before, whether that's at Arthur Ashe or, you know, who knows? Um, Daniel, it's so tough to talk, call because we don't know what's going on with the Hangman. Hangman, yeah. I can see. If if it's not Hangman, I'm then Brian's getting the title shot, but I don't think he's winning, which uh, is kind of hard to say because I I think now's the time to take the title off of him. Yeah. Oh, and uh, Dave Smith brought up the fact that you know we could see Cole versus Frankie Kazarian. Hey, I'll be okay. I want to see Cole Cabana versus CM Punk. I think they'll come around to that eventually. I think, I think they, they have to have made up at this point. Yeah, because there's a huge story to be told there. Even if they're best friends now, yeah, they can also, still tell the story. Also, he's like 45. Like, I'm pretty sure in the seven years since that interview or whatever it's been, like, yeah, he, he's not that he's obviously he's a grown up older than me, but he just doesn't give a shit. Like, why waste a friendship that's been for that long over some podcast interview? Like, Times pass, like I'm sure the wounds are healed and they've been talking for a while, like and it just hasn't come out yet or something. Yeah, I'm sure they squashed things even way before exactly. CM Punk even signed. So Tommy, do you have anything else for us? I mean that we really nothing really um going on in the WWE front except they have a huge SmackDown tomorrow. Live from Madison Square Garden, which I'm not gonna go to because I got work. Um, but this actually would have been the show that I would have liked to have gone had I kind of yeah. knew the hype they were gonna put behind it. We got Brock Lesnar coming back tomorrow. Uh, we got to return. What's that? I heard Cena was expected to be there. That's interesting. Uh, Edge versus was, Seth Rollins. Like, like on the uh, you know how they will be like, oh, this person's scheduled to appear. Like the the arenas will release that information. Okay, so, so it could he was be there while he was like. Starting his feud with with uh, Roman to set yeah. up the SummerSlam match, so I don't know if he'll be there, but it's it's rumored he he was announced by Madison Square Gardens like publicity department. It could be a it could be a dark match. Yeah, probably, I'm sure he'll. Yeah, that probably I, I, more likely than not. Worst case scenario. 
Uh, but we have Lesnar. We have Seth Rollins versus uh, Edge, which is going to be uh, another great match. And we have uh, Street Profits um, challenging the Usos for their tag team titles. Yeah. Uh, so that's going to be pretty cool. And, you know, the, we got the development of uh, Rey Mysterio and Edge. Uh, we've been talking about it for months. You heard it here first. Uh, that by let's just say Royal Rumble WrestleMania, they're gonna feud father versus son and possibly retirement match. Yeah. Um, but so there's a lot of things. SmackDown, there's a lot more effort going into that show every week. I feel a little more invested than Raw for sure. And I'm honestly afraid to see what NXT looks like. I'm not gonna lie, uh, to, to you guys, uh, I'm a little afraid to see what it's gonna look like. Um, but uh, that'll be a conversation for next week as we're getting closer to Extreme Rules. Um, so I'm sure we'll have a prediction show for that of some sort. Um, but, uh, yeah, so that's pretty much it for WWE. Nothing really significant uh, happened this week on Raw uh, to really, really, you know, ride home about. But, um, but SmackDown seems to be... A little bit more uh, entertaining right now, a little more compelling. So I'll definitely be watching that. Hey, listen, it's live from Madison Square Garden, so they're gonna have a good show. Madison Square Garden's their baby. Um, but uh, Tommy, anything else you want to add before we go off the air? Ah, no, I think I'm good, man. I'm getting ready to run to the uh, the bathroom here. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to those of you guys that are watching and uh, listening. Thank you so much. Make sure you guys uh, do the like, the share. Um, always feel free to comment when we're live. So this way we can interact with you guys. Make sure you share this with your friends and family. Make sure that they hit the subscribe button and that uh, they're subscribed to our podcast. And, you know, uh, let's help grow this thing. We have. Uh, quite a quite a bit of followers, um, but um, you guys are the one that kind of helps us push this along. So we need your help. So make sure you share this with your friends. Make sure they subscribe, and uh, let's grow this thing, right, Tommy? Yeah, man, for sure. Got to keep moving, man. It's little by little. That wraps up episode seventy-two. Um, and guys, just make sure you're subscribed on YouTube. We're available on Twitter. You can follow us during the week on iTunes to listen, uh, Google Podcasts and Spotify and more. Um, those of you guys that are watching, Tommy, you guys have an awesome night.